Hello, it's Miss Mona Gen Z coming to you from the internet. Okay, whoa, I'm really happy you to sit and watch me win again and win again and win again. I know it's probably getting on me when I'm sending it to if I ever win again. It's nobody the minimum, I didn't have to send myself. Hey y'all, I'm back. I know I took a little one-week hiatus, but you know, sometimes, you know, you need a little one-week hiatus or whatever. But anyway, today I will be talking about um, part three of the Colin in Black and White Netflix show. So I hope you all enjoy and yeah. Hey y'all, so my question of the week is, if you all have ever encountered or experienced a microaggression what did you all do about that? Like, how did you respond or, you know, how did you cope with that? I'm going to give you all a little bit of time so you all can think about your answer. Okay, y'all, so this episode really shed light on microaggressions and white privilege. And <laughs> I would just like to say, um, before I define those two, as an over-observant person, I really love the attention to detail that is in every episode of Colin in Black and White. It really makes you relate to Colin, but it also shows you some things that, you know, aren't okay that you probably don't realize that aren't okay when you're younger or don't know how to talk about. So to start us off, um, a microaggression, according to Oxford Languages, is basically a statement, action, or incident regarded as an instance of indirect, subtle, or unintentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group, such as a racial or ethnic minority. So I can actually give you all a really great example of, um, of a microaggression. So say you're in a store and you're with or with your friends and um, there are... You know, there's you and three other of your friends, and you're the only person who is a different race from your other three friends. So you have the three friends, you know, a different race from you. And you all are walking around the store, and the store owner keeps staring at you, watching you, asking you, you know, if you're supposed to be there or like stuff like that. That's a microaggression. So something that people should really know is that a lot of the times microaggressions and white privilege actually parallel. So the definition of white privilege. Um, according to Oxford Languages, is inherited advantages possessed by a white person on the basis of their race in a society categorized by racial inequality and injustice. So TV is doing a better job at acknowledging white privilege. For example, um, about a year ago, I saw this movie called Moxie. It's a good movie. I liked it. Um, it it's a feminist movie. And, um, you know, it was really nice to see and it had a lot of nostalgia in it. But, okay, while I'm... <laughs> I'm getting off base here. But anyway, um, yeah, I saw this movie called Moxie. And um, yes, it is about, well, I, I believe that the main character is a white woman. And um, she has a best friend who is from the AAPI community. And for those of you that need a reminder or, you know, don't know what that is, it is um, Asian American and Pacific Islander community. So, yeah. Her best friend was from the AAPI community, and she was a white woman, and her best friend basically, you know, didn't really get into politics, didn't really want to have a say and stuff like that, so she went to her house, and they had an argument, and then um, the main character, she was like, why aren't you doing this, that, and the third with me, you know, like, why aren't you over here um, protesting with me and speaking up more, and you know, just being more into politics, and she said something that really hit me, and I was like, wow. That's true. So she basically said 
that um, her friend had the privilege to say whatever she wanted because she's white. So, you know, yeah. So she said that to her. And I thought that that was a great example of white privilege because, you know, it is true. Like in the movie, she could say a lot of stuff. Um, she didn't like have any, you know, repercussions really to what she was doing. Uh, the most was probably like a finger wag or whatever. But yeah, um, really good movie. Uh, it talks about, you know, um, feminism, it being intersectional, stuff like that. And when her friend told her that she couldn't speak up, you know, basically because she's a minority and she felt like she would be put into a category or a stereotype based on the fact that she was a minority, it's something that real people deal with. So Colin Kaepernick, in the beginning of this episode, he basically showed um, his audience white privilege and also how everyone responded, uh, you know, America and specifically how white people responded to him kneeling during the Star Spangled Banner. So, yes, the attention to detail person, like I said earlier in this episode, nailed it, okay? So, that person basically had um, microaggressions for Colin Kaepernick built up until the point where um, Colin couldn't take it anymore. And it's very understandable. If you're constantly being discriminated against and, you know, harassed about your race or who you are or whatever, that does get annoying. So, they did have it built up more and more and more until Colin was, like, you know, angry about it. And this was a really good scene. But anyway, so the main story of this episode is Colin, you know, experiencing microaggressions during his baseball tournaments week after week after week. And I will honestly say that it was really hard to watch Colin get up every day to play baseball, um, you know, after microaggression, after microaggression. And at the end, Colin had to strip his identity in order to fit into a more white society. So I did get what he meant by um, his decision. Well, spoiler alert, obviously. But anyway, um, his decision to not do baseball professionally because he said he felt like an outsider. And honestly, I agree with him. You know, based on what we saw in his experiences, if you're experiencing discrimination in a... Um, in a place or you know in something that you used to love or that you want to try to love it's going to be very hard to you know stay there yes so the first microaggression it was that i noticed um because yes i love paying attention to things especially in tv shows but anyway yeah so the first thing that i noticed was when he was um he was in the first hotel and this was during the first tournament and i remember him like you know he was kind of you know a little cranky getting up in the morning but he wasn't like matter anything this built on as well so he got up in the morning um you know his mom woke him up they went to the hotel and basically um his his white counterpart teammate he he kept getting like free samples of ice cream even though everybody was supposed to get one so then he went up to the lady and he was like hey can i have another and she was like no you can only have one and she said it's so mean guys i was like whoa okay so anyway yeah so she said that to him and then after that he was like well, you know, the rest of my teammates have had multiple things ice cream. And she looked at him dead in his face and was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, girl, Miss Thing, are we really going to pretend like, you know, no one else had ice cream? I mean, like, yeah, it is ice cream at the end of the day, but it's the principle of the matter. So then Colin noticed that people started looking at him funny. And he was like, what is happening? So then his, so then his white counterpart teammate was like, yeah, you know, that's just how they are here, which I don't feel like is a proper excuse. Like, just respect someone, you know, especially if they have done nothing to you whatsoever. 
So anyway, they were staring at him. They made Colin very uncomfortable. Um, and then I noticed that during the episode, people kept asking his parents if like they were okay. Like Colin stole them or something or whatever. Just because both of his parents are white and he's adopted. But anyway, yeah. So people kept staring at him, treating him badly. There was one time where he almost got kicked out of the hotel because the lady like tried to lie on him and say that he never checked in and stuff and, and how she never saw him a day in, in her life. I was like, what? Yeah, so every time Colin encountered a microaggression, he got up every day and was just, you know, um, well, not every day, but, you know, like, I believe it was every weekend or whatever. I'm not sure. It was sometime. But he got up for every tournament and he just kept getting weaker and weaker, you know, um, I think it's because the stress of everything being a microaggression took a toll on him physically. And stress does do that to people. It it can make you physically ill at times and have no motivation to get up and do anything. But he had to do all that and play baseball just like everyone else. And he had to succeed. So that was just, um, that to me just showed how hard it is to be a minority, especially a minority in America. Because not only do you have to get up and do everything normally like everyone else, there are various obstacles in your way. So something that I did like about this episode is that even even like small encounters such as microaggressions can make someone very uncomfortable and stressed. Like they didn't blatantly, you know, like call him any slurs or stuff like that, but they did make him uncomfortable. So my issue was the fact that, um, you know, uh, he did try to explain to his parents how he didn't feel comfortable and they were like, they basically, I don't think it was gaslighting on purpose, but they kind of thought that like he was just stressed about the game when, you know, he was like, you know, trying to tell them that he wasn't comfortable and stuff. And he kept asking his parents, why do people treat me differently than you? And they just like didn't get into that talk with him. So, you know, that was, that was a lot. So anyway, um. The way that the people in California on the baseball, like, tournament weekends, the way they treated Colin brought him down, which later made him try to have to fit into a more white society, like I was saying before. This man had to shave his mustache, and he was so excited. He was like, I have a couple hairs on my face, Mom, and I really think it's going to get the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't say that, but, you know, he had all the swagger. He had to shave that off, and I was like, What? Yeah, so he had to shave off his mustache. He had to change his clothing. Like, at first he was dressing, you know, like Allen Iverson, hip-hop, outcast. You know, he was dressing pretty nice. Then he had to change his clothes to something that his parents were wearing, which I could tell, like, it was just, it was just really bad. And then, oh, don't even get me started on this. So every weekend they went to the tournament, um... Colin was in the car and he was saying I'm cold and stuff so I and then his parents were like you know just deal with it I kind of thought that that was them doing how um you know portraying how minorities do feel in um in a white world sometimes when they are in a white world or like around a lot of white people um sometimes it can be an uncomfortable situation if it's made an uncomfortable situation like if um like, if a minority is in a majority white space and they're trying to speak up about something that's, you know, um, an issue with them or a problem, then that's not taken care of or, like, taken into account that, hey, maybe they feel this way because da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, I might be thinking too deep into it, but I'm really in love with this show, so we're just going to go with it. But anyway, yeah, he was in the car, 
and he didn't he was just not comfortable like it was cold in there and he was like hey can we at least change the radio or something and his father was like no um only the people here that you know only the person who's a driver has control of that and i was like man come on now so anyway um also so okay <laughs> uh i don't know if i ever told y'all this but i used to play volleyball and i used to be in club volleyball where we would have to go to weekend tournaments and do stuff like that so i know what it's like to drive like with parents and stuff to tournaments and like have to um spend a night in hotels or stuff like that because you have a game in the morning or you have like multiple games in the morning we one time played like we played all day i think it had to be maybe 10 or 15 games or something it was a lot um because it was a kind of play until you lose until you lose type situation so anyway um you know uh me relating to this situation and knowing that when you take trips with your teammates it's supposed to be fun y'all are supposed to like you know kick it like when y'all aren't playing and stuff and y'all are supposed to build like friendships and you know just have fun around the hotel and stuff it wasn't like that for colin colin couldn't have any fun on the trip he just had to basically like um to say it in a more blunt way he basically had to shut up and sit down and follow all the rules and it was like wow he's not comfortable people are staring at him and he's not really allowed to speak because if he does then he can probably risk being kicked out of the hotel or being you know um stereotyped or discriminated against even more so it was just a very 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 uncomfortable situation for him and i really felt bad so the writers did make it seem like colin was alone for most of this episode which they did brilliantly to show you know what it's like to be discriminated against how that would feel um the stressful like you know just it being a toll and just uncomfortable and exhausting to have to be something that you're not so other people cannot see you as a threat that's a lot so anyway um during the last portion of the episode he saw an opposing team and i forgot where they were from but they were an all-black team and they came in with their swagger but they were just standing there and i was like something's going on so then colin goes over and um i could tell he felt a little more at home because you know he related to these people more so anyway he went over there and then um the guys were like, hey, what's up? What team are you on? And then, you know, like, they were conversing. And then, um, uh, what happened? Dang. I, I listened. Man, I watched the show. Oh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, I had a brain fart. But anyway, um, yeah, so, they were conversing. And then, a couple of, like, um, the teammates from the, like, all-black team, they were back there. They were, like, talking or something. They were laughing about a joke. And then, like, the captain or, like, you know, the ringleader or whatever of the team, he was like, hey, y'all, stop doing that if we get kicked out again. And then Colin was like, what do you mean get kicked out again? And then he was like, well, last year we got kicked out because apparently we were making um, a scene and stuff and, like, disrupting the piece. And then, and then the camera, like, um, and then the camera paneled to some of Colin's white counterparts or like um players from another team or whatever that happened to be white they were wrestling in the middle of the hotel and no one said anything and I was like no one's gonna like say anything to them but y'all were looking at the all-black team coming through the door it's very mm, no it's problematic and it left a bad taste in my mouth like 
if you were to drink, uh, hmm, it was like drinking Kool-Aid with no sugar. Like, it was, like, weird. Like, it was just, like, ugh. Or, like, when you have scrambled eggs, but there's no cheese, no milk, no salt, no pepper. Like, it was ugh. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so they were discriminated against because they were an all-black team. And, unfortunately, the hotel owners kicked them out when there were other people wrestling there. And they said that happened last year. Okay, so the last section of this episode was um, just when we think that Colin is going to, you know, finally get a win. And he's going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm finally having fun on my tournament. No, they got us. I thought for a second it was going to be okay, too. So he was at the pool with his friends. And then this guy came up to him. And he was like, um, what did he say? Oh, yeah, he was being nice. And then Colin was like, thank you. And then he was like, you're one of the good ones. And I almost threw up. I was like, what do you mean you're one of the good ones? But anyway, um, so Colin was like, so what do you mean by that? He was like, you know, you're one of the good ones. And then Colin was like, white people like the non-threatening black person, you know, typically. Um, and then he played also the, um, not the card. What was I saying? Yes. And then he said, um, he mentioned the acceptable Negro. And that's basically a black character that white people love because they inhabit, like, stereotypically white characteristics and they make white people feel comfortable so um i feel like they don't get to decide who's one of the good ones that was like really weird when common was like um what are you talking about and then old dude was like you know you're one of the good ones you're not like the other ones that i've met that was like first of all that was so rude that was microaggression and that was discrimination because what if he didn't like colin we're gonna give him a hard time because he's black hmm yeah more than likely because the rest of the hotel people were doing that too but yeah <laughs> when he was at the pool finally relaxing with his friends and just as we thought that he was gonna have a good day at this tournament after all this other stuff i just discussed in this podcast episode old dude was like nah another one bites the dust i'm gonna ruin it last day ruin it now pressing the button yeah so that happened and this episode was well written well directed and it basically you know showed a lot of people who need to learn about it whether you are a minority or not about microaggressions and it's important to learn microaggressions and white privilege just one to be informed and two when you recognize it you can fix it or you can acknowledge it to make your situation better. All right, everyone. I hope you had a really good time sitting back and listening to this podcast episode. This is Miss Melon Gen Z signing off. Tune in next week. Ah.